and welcome to episode 20 of Expensive Science Baby. I'm Amy. I'm Chris. Hello. Hey. 20 weeks yeah, it's not of bad. doing this. That's halfway bad. through a pregnancy. But we didn't start at the beginning of your pregnancy. No, I'm just saying 20 weeks is halfway through a pregnancy. Yeah. I'm not saying we're through halfway through my pregnancy. <laughs> that would be really quick. <laughs> Any pregnancy. Okay. Just a yeah, note. Oh, interesting. So yeah. by the time we're on week like 37, you'll be about done. I don't think that's how math works. What? Oh, you mean... Uh, wait. <laughs> By the time we're at week 37, a pregnancy would be done? Yeah. Yes. But my pregnancy will not be done. No. Okay. That's going to be done in April or sometime. Right. You probably just said it very confusingly. March, probably. We're hoping we can make it to March. <laughs> Let's just make it to 12. I would love to make it to the home <laughs> opener. A twins home opener would be great. It would be. Then I think it would be miserable for me to be there. Because you hate the twins? What's wrong with the twins? Just because they suck this year. I think I'll be enormous at that time. Oh, yeah. But we'll get crappy seats anyways. You won't have to go up and down oh, right, that much. Right. You'll be fine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now that we've established we're on episode 20, uh, let's uh, jump right in and get to our mailbag. Mail. I don't think we have any mail. Yes, we do. Oh, we have two pieces of mail. Well, three. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was trying to get rid of the other one. And we have a post. We, we forgot do? about that. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't remember that post. We'll have to not uh, go I do. We're going to go find it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, um, well, we had a little bit more. We had, we had a few pieces of mail, but the, we had one from M just giving us um, a lot of encouragement. Thank you very yeah, much. thank you. Um, talking about uh, Persephone a little bit, so we appreciate that. And one from Jay, another Jay, like our 96J. I'm telling you, if you have a Jay name... I established that a long time ago. I know. I think I told you the story, didn't I? I know. In, on this show? Yes, you did. Okay. You can I, tell me again if We've you done want. it so much now, these these shows, I can't remember the things we've talked about oh. before. Yeah. I'll let you know. <laughs> I just have a lot of ex-boyfriends <laughs> with the J name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, Jay is waiting for results from the FET. What's the FET? Her, uh, her first frozen embryo transfer. Oh, so it's transfer. Yeah, we did a day. fresh embryo transfer. Oh, wait. How do you know this isn't fresh embryo transfer? Because FET is usually used as for an abbreviation for frozen in it, the lingo. But they need another one because that could very easily be oh, fresh. Oh, I know. I've thought of that myself. But <laughs> for some reason, when you do a fresh one, they just say fresh. Huh. Interesting. So fresh and so clean, clean. Uh, you learn, <laughs> learn something new every day. Uh, but anyways. Um, Fun fact. Jay, you have the same job as my dad. Medical lab scientist. I wasn't going to go that far as to maybe identify her. A person named Jay in the continental United States. <laughs> we don't even know if she's in the continental know. United That's States. True. We have no That's idea. a medical lab scientist. I think our anonymity is okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, she wrote in saying that, well, good luck with the uh, the FET, the frozen embryo transfer, or the fresh embryo transfer if you're like one of those new age I'm people. I'm pretty sure it's frozen. Yeah, I know, but I like to dream. Okay. Um, she also said why it's called a beta, because we were asking before yep. why it's called a beta. And apparently it's testing for the, we knew it was the pregnancy hormone, but we never mm-hmm. knew what that was called. It's called the beta-human chorionic gonadotropin, which is the hormone. Gonadotropin. That's why they call it the pregnancy hormone or the beta. Or the HCG. <laughs> and then she says she's not a fan of Cat Corner. That's not uh, true. She said she loves it. And Go Navy, which is a football team. Okay. <laughs> thanks, no. for, thanks for letting us know that, Jay. <laughs> Please go to the Facebook page. Oh. To view posts. I don't think we have any posts. Nobody can post on our Facebook page except for us, so it's too bad. All right, well, I guess we're going to get into this. (laughs) See? No posts. Sorry. Wait. Too bad. Oh, well. What are we going to do? 
Well, I guess we'll just move on. What did she? Where did she put it? I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, you do. No, I wish I did. There it is. Over on our visitor post. Jeez. Okay, so this person has three things to say. Yes. This, uh, is, tea. this is T saying she's not a fan of Cat Corner. She loves Cat Corner. <laughs> um, then says that it's interesting knowing about our lives, which is weird because our lives suck. But uh, well, More than that, she likes how we care and support each other. Blah, 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 barf. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> no, us. That's a... Never mind. I understand. Um, and then the last one says, Chris, I understand your point about fat people. <laughs> no, that's not what she said. She said, you just dug yourself a big fat hole. Which I honestly, I know this person. It was a little secret. Whoa. Don't give them away. <laughs> anonymity. Anonymity. Uh, I actually thought she was going to be much meaner to you. Okay. So let's go over my point again. I thought about it. <laughs> okay. I thought about it. Here's my point. Okay. Yeah. Let's say you have two women standing next to each other on the street. Sure. Both of them appear to be pregnant. Okay. One of them actually has a balloon in their, in their under their shirt. So they're not actually pregnant, but they have a balloon there. Sure. How do you know which one's pregnant and which one is not? Okay. But what if you know one of them personally and know that they're <laughs> pregnant and they don't normally have a balloon under their shirt? Have they been eating cupcakes? <laughs> <laughs> My point being, you don't know which one is balloon and which one is not balloon. <laughs> Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, whatever. I'll fill that hole in with love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then we had an email. Uh, didn't I just read it? Email. Oh. Yeah, that's from one of my friends who's like... Who finally decided to listen to the he's podcast. He's like, I guess I'll listen to you guys' podcast. <laughs> and he said something like... Cat Corner's the best thing I've ever heard I'm ever. pretty sure he didn't say that. Hey, Battle Cat, don't drink the water. Stop drinking my water, dude. All day long, drink my water. Uh, yeah, he said like, good job, you guys. Just cut Cat Corner. You'll be cut all the good, bad stuff out of it. Everybody can do Actually, it. in fact, I think he said the baby stuff's okay to listen to, but I'd really just rather have a bunch of Cat Corner you know segments. I feel like I'm being betrayed by my friends. We're all like, oh, Cat Corner's amazing, Chris. Because it is. All right, Cat, you can sit on me, but only for Cat Corner. And don't use your class. Okay. I think that's all. Yeah, thanks for writing in, everybody. Yep, we appreciate always appreciate it. it. Yep, yep. I mean, if we don't read them, we really appreciate What's it. What's really interesting is we are both, you know, uh, managers or whatever of the the Facebook page. And so you sometimes you'll get the notifications when you get a message on your telephone. And uh, we telephone? both And we both do this, and we get excited because there's a message, and we, we can't read it unless... I can't read it you unless can't I'm logged read it. in on the internet. <laughs> I can read it. I don't know why that is. I guess it's like Alexa just doesn't like you. I don't know. <laughs> it's Skynet. It knows that I'm onto it. Could be. Could be. It's Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, infertility in the news. Oh, yes. News. Um, you want to so talk about this this is more like one? infertility in the, the journals. <laughs> in, the, in the science journals, yeah, yes. There's a study. Uh, I think a recent... No, that's a year old now. That's actually pretty... Oh, no, no, no. Accepted. They didn't publish it until... A few August, weeks. yeah, in, uh, end of August. So it's yeah. actually fairly new. Um, things take a while in science to do stuff. So it's the experience of infertility treatment, the male perspective, which we've talked about in the past a little bit. We've talked a little bit about the past about how it could make some men feel inferior and all this other stuff. And that was one of their um, things they were looking for. So it says they're looking for five superordinate themes were developed. These include the influence of society on infertility, feeling unacknowledged natural versus assistant conception, emotional reactions, and improving the infertility experience. 
<laughs> uh, from the male perspective, because women, man, we know about women. Well, what it says is most of the research is about women's experience. And that makes sense, yeah. because that's the way it is in society, right? Because well, women are the ones, typically, who have to have most of the stuff done to them <laughs> in infertility treatment. Right, you know, I didn't yeah. do anything, yeah. Um, I read through it a little bit. It, it's a, it's a scientific article. It reads like a scientific article. And kind of the stuff is what we've talked about, the masculinity aspect. And it did not mention anything about different societies, which is my mm. theory that different cultures value machismo more than other uh, cultures. Sure. Yeah. And that it could be a bigger thing or a big, bigger stigma. But I don't think there's any culture that doesn't value it. No, I would agree. More over the female. I, you know, I would agree. I would I agree. I think, yeah. Um, just some do more than others, I yeah. think. I wish I, I wish I knew. Well, that's not necessarily true. I think there are Native American cultures that were more matriarchal. Maybe I don't know. I think that's true. Drow, the Drow are matriarchal. Is that a Star Trek world? No, it's a D and D. They're evil okay. elves that live underground and. Oh, but they're evil. <laughs> yeah, because they're run by women. Of sure, course. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I didn't read anything are else. Are there any Star Trek worlds? Not worlds, but like species that women are in charge. What about the Troy? The Troy. The Troy. <laughs> the Beta Zeds. Beta Zeds. Yeah. They're not matriarchal. There's none. There has to be some in Star I'm Trek. I'm sure there are, but I just they're like the ones that are they're they drop them in for an episode and they don't talk about them ever again. So I don't know. Oh. I can tell there's one that doesn't have gender. I remember that culture. Because hmm. Riker's like, you look absolutely beautiful. And he, she's like, oh, I guess I'm female. And then she got like re- re-educated to but not be But it was female. Riker. You can't resist that guy. <laughs> With his backwards sitting and his <laughs> sweet beard. <laughs> well, if my friend Ben would listen to the podcast, this is a question for Ben. Man, he don't know. He don't even listen. Don't talk about Ben. No, I, I, I'm not saying that he knows more than you, but he would enjoy thinking about this. Oh, sure. But he doesn't listen, so it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. He Thus, we it. should never discuss him. You are using your claws, kitty. Any final thoughts on this uh, study? No, it's cool that they mentioned the study. Um, it's I'm glad that somebody's thinking about it in some way. But honestly, it's probably like one of those things where it's, uh, you know, it's such a small percentage of the population that you don't even discuss Did they say it. anything about how, how they propose the whole experience could be improved for men? Because that uh, was one of their questions. I don't know. I didn't read that far. Oh, okay. <laughs> honestly, I got kind of bored it's with it. It's a study. Yeah. The authors report no conflicts of interest. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so one of them didn't do that. Spontaneous pregnancies following discontinuation of eye treatment in internet-based survey. Interesting. So we've had we've known people that have done this. Spontaneous pregnancies. No, we haven't. After discontinuing. No, right. right, right, right. Sure, it would be like if we tried IVF or ICSI. Or yeah, we and did, we which did, we did. <laughs> well, we, we, yeah, that's true. We did try it. Yeah. We were successful so far. And if you're not successful, there's a survey based on... There's some interesting stuff in this. So yeah. um, what is this? The TAD online? Taylor and Francis online. Um, I think it's just a study area of study place. Oh, there's a journal. It's a whole journal of yeah. human fertility. Look at that. That's why it's all so relevant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the Journal of Human Fertility, Volume huh. 19. How do you know? <laughs> Maybe we can get published in this somehow i don't know how we don't write anything well yeah we have to write stuff well we could probably do that cite our sources Mm. and i was taught how to cite sources the sociology way nobody does it that way (laughs) they made up their own way everybody else uses like uh what the what the thing what do they everybody else use for citations yeah the chicago style the chicago style not sociologists nope you use some weird one american sociology nobody does that association i know (laughs) i know but I did ask my history professor at Augsburg if I could write my paper in ASA style because I was lazy. And he said, I don't care. 
That's nice. Yeah. Can I read you the conclusion of this abstract that I just read? Yes. It says, this is another study now, everybody. This was the one we just talked about. Yeah. The, this is the... Spontaneous spon- pregnancies following discontinuation of IVF exit. Right. So in conclusion, 29%, approximately one in three of couples conceive spontaneously over a six-year period following the cessation, cessation of IVF or ICSI. The findings of this study can be used to counsel and reassure women. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. Don't do that. <laughs> Okay. That's like the worst. <laughs> I agree. But imagine you're a scientist oh. and you're doing this study. You're like, why are we doing this study? Like, I don't know. To reassure women? Yeah, good one. We'll use that. And then, yeah. yeah. So, all right. I imagine the people that are doing, oops, sorry, but if you heard me open my pop. Um, that was I, a cat. <laughs> I imagine the people doing this study don't like necessarily work with other people. No, they're scientists. They're sci- it's like. Which is not about, like, I imagine them being scientists that aren't so much into the caring profession of helping other people. They're like comic book store employees. They don't talk Stop to it. people. <laughs> they only deal with their thing. So um, it, I didn't think it would be that high. 30% is kind of a lot. I wonder if there's some sort of criteria that... I have a theory. Okay. Well, they waited six years after. And I. this is just based on nothing scientific on my part. <laughs> but women's hormones change drastically the older they get and when they're starting to go through like perimenopause and stuff. And so sometimes, and that's why, for instance, if a woman spontaneously has twins, spontaneous conception of twins, it's typically when they're older because their body is doing wacky things and like releasing more eggs and stuff. Okay. Like people we know personally struggled for like 10 to 15 years unable to get pregnant. And then she was, you know, maybe she's in her late thirties now. Boom. Surprise. Pregnant. Hmm. I think that can sometimes have a big part of it. And if they waited six years, that, that could be, women could be hitting that weird stage for women. Not saying everybody's like that. But they didn't wait six years, but they asked people within a six-year cycle. Oh, right, right. But yes, I agree with what you're saying. Okay, that's interesting. Cool. Okay. Now it's time for everybody's favorite. Uh, cat corner, cat corner. Meow, meow, meow. Cat corner. Meow. You got, did you try to squeeze her to see if she'd meow? <laughs> I squeezed her just a little bit. <laughs> I wanted to see if she would meow. <laughs> and she won't meow to me. Okay, so a couple things to talk about. Uh, yes, today. everybody loves Cat Corner, Amy Jesus. We don't need to talk about it anymore. Uh, that's not what you were going to say. I'm telling you the topics of Cat Corner. <laughs> what? So Cat Corner gonna... has topics now? Well, there's like three. It's just supposed to be one thing. There's three. I wanted to talk about Neo and when he goes outside. I know we've talked about this before. Maybe we I don't. Maybe we mentioned this before and you guys are getting tired of this. Cat Corner, not Cat Room. Cat Corner has <laughs> one little thing in it, not an entire room of cat things. So I let the cats go outside. Zelda's on the leash with me or wherever she is on her leash. And Neil gets to run free. Yes. And we have a large backyard. How many, I don't know, measurement unit, <laughs> like yards or something, what do you think our yard is from our house to the fence? Oh, how far, not how big is our yard? Like how, yeah, distance-wise. Mm, 80 yards. Okay. That seems people, big. People know that. It's like half, most of a football field. Yeah. So it was big. Um, and so Neil likes to go back behind our fence, which is like this weird... Maybe an alley, but it's really full of overgrown... It's a service road for the kinda. city, but they don't mow it or anything, so no. it's all overgrown and stuff. Uh, and so, whenever Neo goes anywhere in the backyard, he sprints. <laughs> yes, he can't walk <laughs> anywhere. It's pretty funny. And I think that's really funny. That <laughs> I don't think he's in danger, 
like nothing's chasing him. He's not, he's not chasing like a prey, but he's running as fast as he can. I like to think of it that he just likes to run. Like I used to run a lot when I was a teenager. You know, I just wanted to run. And so he just Maybe. wants to run. Maybe that's what it is. It is funny though. He feels exposed. He's like, fuck this. I think that's what, maybe more what it is. So that's funny and cute about Arneal. Uh, and the other one is about Zelda because most of my cat corners are about Zelda. Don't worry, Battle Cat. One day you'll get something in there. <laughs> <She> does. <laughs> um, we watched a couple movies this weekend, and the second movie we watched was Keanu. About the about life this, and the time kitten. of Keanu Reeves. No, about this kitten <laughs> that they named Keanu. And this kitten happens to look a lot like Zelda looked when she was a kitten, except for the eye color. Yeah. Zelda has green eyes, and this kitten had blue eyes. And we're watching the movie, and then there was this like action sequence <laughs> where the kitten was like helping get the bad guys and like she jumped across the screen and was like flying to attack it was a pretty cool scene and we looked over and there is zelda <laughs> sitting on the couch intently staring at the tv like yeah. i've never seen her stare before yeah she was staring at the tv i think she saw the cat and was like what the fuck she was watching what she thought looked like herself on tv <laughs> that is funny i didn't think of that yeah. can i tell you my favorite part of that movie Oh, sure. We might give it a little bit away, but that's all right. People aren't going to love it that much. Um, is that Amy was commenting how they must have had to, to do all these scenes really quickly because it's a kitten and they don't stay mm-hmm. kittens for very long. Yeah. <laughs> and then they like go away for like six months or something and they come yeah. back and the kitten's still a kitten. And you're yeah. like, wait a minute. Timeline. This is supposed to be six months later. This is a big spoiler, but whatever. It's whatever. It's not part of the... It's just an extra thing. It's, it's not part of the plot. It's not like a Academy Award winning film. Right. <laughs> And they say, oh, we're sorry. She is a rare condition. She's going to be a kitten forever. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that kitten is going to be a so kitten forever. So at least forever. they solve that. Which is kind of like Zelda because she won't get any bigger. She's just a small cat. She might get a little bit bigger. She looks bigger today too. She's small cat. She'll forever be so small. Yeah, I think she might be a small cat. One of the streamers I watched, Iris, has a small cat. He calls him small cat. And he always yells at me, like, small cat, what are you doing, small cat? So I want to call Zelda small cat. <laughs> All right, cat corner, meow. Well, one more thing. What? Well, it's not specifically about our cats. This is three corners now. That's most of a square. But I was wondering to myself yesterday or the day before, because Zelda was following me around like a lot the other day. It was weird. And then I wondered, can cats sense or smell that I'm pregnant? <laughs> okay, I remember you said that. So I went to the internet. Because <laughs> where else would you go? Uh, my favorite thing is the first, the first, well, first the is. search. First is the search. I said, can cat sense? And the first thing was pregnancy. Yep. And the second thing was ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Which are valid questions, I guess. <laughs> but shows you how much science we're working with here. Yeah. So from Baby Center, can cats sense pregnancy? Yes! But look at it's an animal behaviorist who's writing this. Yes, they can. We don't have any scientific proof <laughs> that pets can sense <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen plenty of examples in my 10 years as an animal something. You, you moved the page too fast. Oh, that's what they said? Yeah. Well, I can understand if it's hormones or pheromones or something. That's what or, I was thinking. Yeah, maybe. Some other Somebody else said, something, said that maybe that your body temperature goes up slightly. Oh, and, it has to. And so cats are loved to be next to warm stuff. So they're like, oh, I'm sitting next to you for a while. But why did you bring this up? Well, because Zelda, um, I've said this before, that... She doesn't necessarily always show me as much affection as I would prefer. But there was one day recently where she was following me around everywhere I went, and I was almost stepping on her. Right. She was rubbing up against me a lot and actually sitting by me. So it made me wonder. 
Can I tell you the saddest thing I read about this whole thing was there was a lady who wrote, can my cat sense that I'm pregnant? I really hope I am, but I don't know for sure. And then somebody else wrote, maybe, good luck. So they were using it as a birth or a pregnancy pregnancy test, test, which is kind of sad if it's not true. Do you know how they used to first test for pregnancy? Yes, they would throw eggs at the woman, right? Did Did we ever talk about this? She's attacking your pen. Yeah. Did we ever talk about this on the show? Would they throw eggs at the woman? They would take your blood of the woman and insert it into a rabbit. And if the rabbit died, the woman was pregnant. What? That can't be correct. It's totally true. This sounds like a... No, look it up. Salem witch thing. It's how they used to do it. (laughs) Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Wait, how did they put the blood in there? Well... We maybe need to investigate further, but (laughs) but no, I'm pretty sure it has something to do with that. And that's why, like... The, the the saying or the joke because I hope the rabbit dies. I've never heard that saying. Other than in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh. Well, you don't watch as much Golden Girls as I do. I don't watch any Golden Girls. So that'd be correct. <laughs> what? What is it? I hope the rabbit dies? Is that what you said? Yeah. Well, just look at rabbit pregnancy tests. I want to see the rabbit dies. Yeah, it is a saying. You're correct. Yeah. Have his carcass. What? <laughs> no. This is different. <laughs> rabbit test. Yeah, rabbit test. The rabbit test, or Friedman test, was an early pregnancy test developed in 1931 at the University of Pennsylvania as an improvement on the 1927 test. Sure. I want to know what the 1927 test was. Oh, the original test actually used mice. Oh. So this is more accurate. It uses animals. rabbit test consisted of injecting... Well, injecting her urine into the female rabbit. Uh, Then examining the rabbit's ovaries a few days later. So you have to kill the rabbit? So the rabbit has to die anyway. (laughs) I thought the rabbit just died if you were pregnant but didn't die. They hate rabbits. If you weren't. It is a common misconception that the injector rabbit would die only if the woman was pregnant. This led to the phrase, the rabbit died, being used as a euphemism for a positive pregnancy test. In fact, all rabbits used for tests died because they had to be surgically opened. (laughs) It's terrible. But they probably got a good meal out of it because... I don't know. It was 1931. They needed to eat something. Eat the rabbit. Well, hopefully this led them to, you know, regular tests. No, no. I didn't have to kill animals. A replacement for the rabbit test involves using frogs, specifically the African clawed frog. Which, like all frogs, lay eggs instead of getting pregnant and therefore can yield a positive result on the test without the need oh, to be cut open. We don't to need to it. kill the frogs. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they injecting frogs with so much crap? Well, yeah, that, my, that's weird. I mean, it's interesting, though, that they even thought of that. Let's take the woman's urine, stick it in an animal, and see what happens. So that had to develop <laughs> from, like, a uh, folk tale back in the day where they're like, pee on something and you know what i mean yeah. like that they didn't just decide let's try this that had to, that had to be some sort of weird folk tale back in the day you know yeah i don't know <laughs> anyway sorry that was quite a tangent yeah that, well so anyway, yes cats can tell <laughs> and they can also tell ghosts <laughs> well we don't know that we didn't look at that oh i'm pretty sure we have no science but <laughs> <laughs> all right now we're gonna do our uh stress level check-in oh cool um have you started with me yeah uh, I'm Bob Ross on stress, but I've been kind of sad. So. Oh. Other than that, yeah. about you? On stress, I'm Bob Ross. High five. I think that's the first time we've both... <laughs> Are you sure? Because you've been like, I'm crampy and I'm sad. I don't know what's going on. And blah, blah, blah. I'm, okay. I'm pretty much Bob Ross on that. Good. I'm, I'm much higher on the feeling. Like generally how I feel. Like if that were to be a stress level scale. How does it feel? We're not there yet. But how does it feel? <laughs> to be on your own, Amy. <laughs> 
All right, so we're going to do stuff in a little bit of a different order today. You know what we should do? Sorry to interrupt as if it were my turn to speak. <laughs> we should have people send us things for Cat Corner about their cats. We might not, we probably won't read them. Or maybe we will. Maybe we'll be like, hey, do you, does your cat do something cool and interesting? Maybe it can be a guest Cat Corner. <laughs> and you never know. I'm just saying. You got something Says out there? Says the man who doesn't like Cat Corner. Well, I'm trying to make it more appetible or appetite, appetible? palpable for me. <laughs> Maybe if it's somebody else's cat. So, talking about our own cats, you don't care. Day after day after day after day after day. But talking about other people's cats that you've never met. But they can include a picture so I can see a picture of the cat. Okay. So, send me your cat pictures in cat corners. Maybe we'll get to I hope everybody who listens sends you a cat picture. (laughs) Even if it's not their cat. (laughs) Or... random cat picture. You guys could keep keep sending him pictures of our cats. That'd be weird. Well, they're on they're on the Facebook page. I know, but like that'd be weird. I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, everybody has cats. Well, then they probably don't like Cat Corner. That's not true. I've heard from some dog owners that like Cat Corner. <laughs> they're just humoring you. Um, <laughs> all right, we're doing stuff out of order. What are we doing? Well, I thought um, first t- today we're going to check in on our last doctor visit before oh, we talk about other stuff. That was like a week ago. Yes, because it was a Tuesday. And today's a Monday, so it was yeah. about a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, can I, I, I think it's funny that you, you thought you had to remind me that it's okay to tell relatives that they don't have to wait for the podcast to tell them how things went (laughs) because, uh, my sister was asking me, how did it go? I don't want to wait till next week's podcast. And I was like, Hmm. And then Amy was like, family members get to know. (laughs) Family members can know. (laughs) But then they won't listen to the podcast. Like, all right, they can know, whatever. (laughs) So anyways, um, the doctor. Yes. Yeah, so we went in uh, for our second ultrasound at our fertility clinic doctor. Yep. And uh, had the ultrasound right away. It was really quick. Yeah, and the ultrasound was good. I needed to be back by noon. We left at like, where we, it was an 11.15 appointment. Yep. Something like that, yeah. And we got back at like 11.45. That's really quick. Yeah, it didn't take too, super long. Yeah. Yeah. But So it was good news. Babies are still both there. Heartbeats are beaten away. Uh, measured right on target in a couple days ahead. And they both measured right on target. And they're both measuring the same, which is important. Because you don't want one to eat the other one. Or, right. Yeah. I don't know how that happens exactly, but... It happens more often if they're sharing a placenta. You looked this up, didn't you? Well, I have a twin <laughs> book that talks about it. <laughs> okay. There's different kinds of twins. Right. This one, they do not share a placenta. Is that more stable? Like, is it? It's got to be. You would think it is safer for both babies if they have their own placenta. You would think so. Yeah. But all identical twins. I shouldn't say that. Identical twins are the ones that would share a placenta. Does your body have to work harder to for like what? to like fill both placentas? Oh, probably. <laughs> like, I know it's hard to remember, but are you more tired than you were at this yes. time with Persephone? I feel like it. May, but maybe not. I don't know. I know. It's so long. It's hard to tell. And we only remember the good things anyway. So, I mean, I remember being tired with her. And I remember saying, it doesn't make sense that I'm tired when I'm not even, like, huge. Like, I always yes. figured being very large, carrying all that extra weight and stuff, you'd be very tired. I remember you sleeping a lot. And I remember you falling asleep sometimes at, like, 4.30. And you'd get home at, like, 4.25. And then you'd fall asleep and you'd be on the couch. And you'd be sleeping for a long time. Yeah, I haven't done that as much with this. No, one. you just lay down and I just watch lay down. Good more girls constantly. all day. <laughs> I am a little obsessed. No, I actually had like a panic today because my shows are starting again. Oh, like Grey's Anatomy starts this week. That show's still on. Yeah, is it like season thirty-eight or something? I think so. And I was like, how can I watch these new shows when I have great uh, Gilmore Girls to get through? <laughs> I, I have three more seasons. Yeah, it's it's first world problems. It's yeah, it's I don't legit. know what you're gonna do. Okay, so anyway, we're back to the doctor visit. Yep. 
Everything went well. Yeah, our, and our doctor, I, I really do like him. <laughs> so do He's I. He's very serious. Uh, he asked me how I was doing, actually before our before the ultrasound. Um, and he asked if there was any, any cramping or spotting. I said, no, not really. And then he said, how about your ovaries? And I said, oh, yes, there's been paint there. And I said, I made a, a bad mood in, move in bed the other day because I did. I moved wrong, which if I do that, will pull the, on the ligaments of my ovaries. And I have to move to make the pain stop. And I couldn't make this pain stop one day. And I was uh, like crying out in pain a little bit. I thought I would have woken Chris up, but I guess I didn't. I go to bed really early. So I said to well, late. So I said to the doctor, I made a bad mood in bed, move in bed, and he tried really hard not to laugh. Yeah, you could tell. And then he, <laughs> I like to think he was thinking just dirtiest thing possible, you know. And then he finally he had like a smile on his face, and I was like, "What? What?" He was like, "That phrase. That was just a good phrase." <laughs> so I liked that. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the ultrasound was good. We got to see one baby wiggle. Baby B wiggled for us. Yeah, she was the ultrasound tech. Tried her best to put both the children in a picture, on, yeah. both the potential children on one picture. But she's like, this one just isn't cooperating it's at a different angle, different angle so yeah, it's yeah. gonna be different pictures. But whatever. Yeah, I can't tell the difference right now, anyway. <laughs> well, of course. Not. <laughs> um. So then uh, we talked a little bit, and then the doctor said, "Where's his quote?" Uh, and then he said, "So the best thing I can do for you." Is kick you out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and like, I almost got a little emotional. Because <laughs> you do love to be abused. That's true. That's something I've known. <laughs> That's not true. But when, you know, what he meant was like, I'm done with them. Yep. You need to see my regular OB now because I'm pregnant. That's what your goal is when yeah. you're that kind of doctor, right? Yeah. So it's pretty cool. He did say send us pictures, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. After they're born. Oh, I thought he just meant like at week 15 or something. I don't think he needs something. like updates. Week 15 picture update. <laughs> like, hey! <laughs> Although it would be kind of funny to prank them and send them like a belly pic every week. And then... I think they'd be like, what the hell's wrong with yeah. these people? You said send pictures. Hashtag expensive science, baby. Yeah. All right. So then they took my blood for the last time at that place, hopefully ever. I did not have the very painful lady. Stickzilla. She must have been on break. Stickzilla. She just destroys your uh, arm for some reason. So it didn't reason. hurt as much as I thought it might. Uh, and then I got a call the next day with my levels of progesterone because I was still doing the suppositories. Right. Which would cause the spackle crotch. Stop saying those words. <laughs> and she told me, they've never told me what my levels were of, of the progesterone. Some women are told all this stuff. They just tell me what medicines to keep taking, which is fine. But, to that, but this nurse said your level is at 151, so you can stop the medicine. So that's super good news. So Your then, progesterone level. Yeah. Okay. So then uh, I had to you know look that up. What does 151 mean? Right. And 151 is a level that you usually see in late second or early third trimester. Oh. So I'm sure. Is that with singleton? Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure it's inflated a little bit from the medicine itself, adding more to yep. to it. But uh, I thought it seemed like a really good sign. <laughs> when you do numbers right, you do them right. I'm very happy with that. What do you mean? You've said something before where you were like really excited and happy for a number that you had. I don't remember what it was, but it was a long time ago. Oh, the betas probably. Probably. The high betas. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good deal. So that's the update on our visit. It yeah, was a good one. I don't think, well, although for some reason, I mean, I support Alina and the nurses striking. I don't know what they're striking for. My guess is better wages and better. It's Right now it's benefits. Benefits. Um, Health I, benefits. I always support them. Which is ironic in a way because they're nurses and it's like a medical <laughs> facility that they work at. Give them better health care. Maybe they're striking for like dental. 
I don't know. But anyways, I think part of that and the protests that were going on was the reason that we could not find a parking spot there. Like usually we just park in anywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we had to drive around like twice and there's no out. It was really weird. Chris was quite... Kind of, I was just kind of annoyed. I was like, "Why well, never have to drive here?" He was What's like, "We're going gonna have to go park on the street," and I was like, "We can't. We can't get out of this parking garage without a coin." <laughs> oh, that's right. That was the other thing. You can't leave without a coin, and you got to go into the office to get a coin. <laughs> we're trapped forever. But we eventually found a spot. Don't worry, we're okay. Yeah, we're not still in the parking lot. <laughs> All right, what are we up to now? Oh, that stuff. I know that stuff. <laughs> All right, we talked. We did this, use this one before. What is it about again? This is for books. Oh yes, you're still reading books. Books. Yes. yes. Uh, we were talking about what you read or what I read. What I read. Okay. I'm not sure. I mean, I guess you could give us a comic book check-in. I've been reading some Wonder Woman. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, I'm not done with any one particular book per se. I don't read super fast, so I can't give you like a full-blown review of the whole book. Okay. But I've talked about this one before. This is the Dr. Luke uh, Multiples book. Yep. I remember you mentioned it. And I liked the diet stuff. And I was a little concerned about, can I eat that much food? Which right now I cannot. Uh, Which is okay. Uh, So the next chapter, one of the chapters I read, I think it was just yesterday. The emotional ups and downs of pregnancy multiplied. Uh, Ellipses multiplied. Yeah. And so, okay, hold on. Holding. Maybe you do talk while I find these words. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. In the Star Trek episode, The Inner Light, Captain Picard is uh, gets hit okay, by a beat. Hey, I'm just in the middle of my... Anyways, okay. go ahead. So she said, this doctor lady, because I follow patients for many months from the diagnosis of twins or super twins... What the fuck are super twins? More than two. No. I think so. I'm sorry, I'm calling my twin super twins right now. Super twins. <laughs> to the day of delivery and beyond, I've seen many women confront the myriad and mixed feelings that accompany this unique kind of pregnancy. From my observations, I've concluded that this psychological journey typically consists of five fairly predictable stages. Shock, denial, anxiety, anger, depression, bargaining, and acceptance. These are basically the same five stages first described uh. by Dr. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross as the stages of grieving. Yeah, but... The we- whole chapter goes on. Stage one, shock. As Let me tell you why this made me very upset. <laughs> the stages of grief only pertain to a person who has been diagnosed with a terminal illness. Correct. Period. And to the author of the stages of grief's credit, she has said that multiple times. But it's been hijacked by popular culture yes. to say there's five stages of grief, get through them. This is a doctor. I know. And I, they're trying to make a, try to write a book. And they need some filler. <laughs> I was very much annoyed. And I'm a little that. mad at Dr. Luke right now. And I'm not sure I'm going to be reading any more of her book. Oh, that's right. It's her. <laughs> when I think of Dr. Luke, I think I'm thinking I know, of some it's, dude. It is interesting. It's like yeah. Dr. Oz on TV. Because I got real mad. Real, real mad. Yeah. I can see that, I guess. Because, I, I mean, number one, first of all, being pregnant typically for most people, is a joyous, happy, good news occasion. Is that true? I said for most people. I know, but is it for most? What do I you think? think? So. Do you think most people are like, 51% of the population tries and wants to? Or do you think that 
I don't know. I don't know either. But you think? For, but I don't. Think I understand you need to your point. It to grief. I understand your point. Yes. <laughs> Number one, and then that's not compared to grief the wrong way. <laughs> right. Oh, I was mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's um, yeah, those stages of grief thing, and we've got. I mean, I accept. I don't that like shock those. can be a big part of it for a woman who didn't do um, assisted reproductive technology. Sure, especially it can be shocking to be learn you're going to have more than one baby. Especially if you're trying for one, you're like I'm all prepared for one, and then all of a sudden there's like two or three. Yeah, yeah that that'd could be, be shocking. Shocking. Sure, it's shocking. But why the fuck does she think there's going to be denial? Yeah, denial doesn't make any sense. No, no, that doctor's wrong. There's no, no, there's only one in there. Doctor's wrong. What's next? And so stage three, anxiety slash anger slash depression. I understand the anxiety. Ang- everybody has anxiety. I do not understand the anger. No. I don't understand the depression unless you really don't want to be pregnant, in which case you can do stuff about it. Bargaining. What the fuck? <laughs> what does bargain? Did you read this chapter? No, I got mad. What is bargaining? After- I really want to know what she means about bargaining. What, she's okay. going to make a Too deal often, with the devil? I've seen mothers to be of multiples bargain with their doctors, bend the rules, or insist on taking over major decisions about their care. Why should I stop working now? I feel fine. This That's dumb. She's dumb. <laughs> oh, maybe Dr. Anyway, I got real mad. Dr. Luke, you're going to hear it. You're getting, a, you're getting a mouthful tonight. I got really mad at her, and I just wanted to share that since I said I would kind of review books from time to time. On the podcast. Hey, didn't we read something recently or you read something that said something like, if you have twins, you shouldn't expect to work past week like five or something like this that? This crazy lady. <laughs> Why'd she got to be crazy just because she said one bad chapter? She said, if you are expecting twins, do not, you should not be, or what did she say? Do not expect to work past week 28. Uh, what? Yeah. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. Maybe she's right. Is she right? Have you looked in them? Is she right? Is that the thing? I know two people who have recently had twins. And they both worked, I think, one of them, I guess I'm not totally sure about one of them, but I'm pretty sure they both worked until they had their babies. Mm-hmm. And one of the people I know went full term. <laughs> and one of the people I know, I think they were six-ish weeks early. Hmm. But okay. that's not stopping work at week 26. Right. I, well, we'll have to find out. If, if you are able to work for a while and, and then you can write Dr. Luke and say, Dr. Oh. Luke, this chapter in your book sucks and you're wrong. I should. All right. <laughs> Glad we got through that segment. <laughs> Where are we at now? Oh, we're at this part? Mm-hmm. Sweet. My favorite part. How does it feel, Amy? Um, well, you know, usual. Today was a really rough day for nausea and tiredness. It was really rough. Yeah, uh, I'm tired. I'm not sleeping well, which doesn't help when you're tired. Yeah, I can see that. I have nightmares. What is that all about? Well, I think. Don't they say you have a nightmare? You, a lot, oftentimes you have a nightmare because your body's trying to wake yourself up. I've never heard that. I have. I've never heard that. Oh, well, anyway, I'm going to go with that. <laughs> all right. So if that's true, when I have a nightmare and I wake up, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, okay. I guess. When I, when I have to get up to go to the bathroom, I just get up and go to the bathroom. Like, my body says, hey, time to get up and go to the bathroom. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> um, but what I wanted to talk about... Oh, the tiredness, one thing. Um, so I didn't feel... I felt really bad today, especially at work, and I was really tired. And then I walked from the bathroom back to my office, and I, and I passed what we had, this little, like, seating area, and kind of a couch thing. And I looked at it, and I was like, that would fit in my office. <laughs> 
What? Well, I was thinking I should pull that into my office at lunch and just lay on the couch <laughs> for my lunch. And I'm not opposed to doing that. Number one, don't pull it. Get somebody else to do it for you. <laughs> well, I don't think it's heavy. I don't care. Um, where, where? Is this in your office area? Yeah. Oh, I thought I was picturing like the hallway or oh, something. Oh, gosh, no. Oh, okay. It's just like two doors over from where my office is. Or is it three doors down? <laughs> no? All I right. don't know. <laughs> so that might be a thing that happens in the future. Okay. And I don't see why not. You can take a nap. Some people go to their car and take naps. Yeah. When they but, don't have an office. But I could lay on the couch and I could watch the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> like a really nice lunch all right you should eat too i try because if you don't eat then bad things happen oh today <laughs> this is a funny story about how i feel so i felt awful all morning like real bad um had to get a coke to help it a little bit which didn't really help that much and i didn't even know if i was gonna be able to eat my food and i walked into the little kitchenette we have at work and my friend who i often eat lunch with was warming up his burritos because he has burritos for lunch every day. Okay. And it every day? Smelt, it can't be good for you. <laughs> Especially those frozen burritos. That's just got to be detrimental to your body. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, I walked in and it, it smelled so good. <laughs> and I was like, Ben, I need a burrito. <laughs> so I had a burrito for lunch. And it did. T- it was real good. <sighs> <laughs> but I was like, so Ben, you just experienced the, your first uh, pregnant lady give her the food she wants right now. <laughs> I'm assuming you had an extra burrito somewhere. Well, yeah, we went to Costco one day. Oh, and got a big thing on of a lunch adventure. He's got a bunch of them in the freezer. Okay. Anyway, I thought that was funny. Eat burritos. Because I don't normally want a frozen burrito. That might be the only. I think that isn't the first frozen burrito I've ever eaten. Hmm. You know, when I was a kid, and we'd run around Osseo at night and during the summer. Sure. And we'd like run away from cops and stuff. Uh-huh. We'd always go up to the local gas station. There's only one because our city's awesome, and we'd get. Uh, Charbroiled things from the gas station, hamburgers, cheeseburgers. You know, you take that them. They out make of, there, or the ones you still like. You take them out there. They put you put them in the microwave. They come packaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the the package gets really big. because oh, it's made. It? Of, well, it's made of plastic, and there's oh. air in there and stuff. And gets big. Okay. And stuff. It's pretty cool. Um, those are not good for you either. But I ate them every night during the summer. <laughs> Maybe you want one of those. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to smell it. You would probably love it. <laughs> Guarantee. You'd be like, oh my God, give me one of these charbroils. <laughs> okay. But the new symptom or the thing I wanted to talk about is rhinitis of pregnancy. Rhinitis? Mm-hmm. Can you spell that? R-H-I-N-I-T-I-S. Rhinitis. It's kind of like rhinoitis. Okay. Well, rhino means nose. No, rhino means there's a big guy, big rhino creature. Well, this, no. I know. It means no. Rhinoplasty. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. I was well, speaking of the that's, rhinoceros. That's no surgery. Right. So rhino means nose. That's why I was agreeing with you. Right. But what does a rhinoceros mean then? A nose. Big nose animal. Nose monster? I bet it means big nose animal. <laughs> Do rhinos have big noses? Yeah. They have they? a big like horn nose. I'm going to have to look at the, the images here. Right. But it's a thing that is very common in pregnancy that often isn't talked about where you have a runny nose or even a bloody nose the whole time. And I had this with Persephone, and I didn't know I had it. Uh, I didn't know that that's what it was until I was reading my book, Girlfriend's Guide to Pregnancy, for the first time, when she talks about it. Okay. And I have having it again, I wouldn't say super bad, but sometimes it's hard for me to breathe through my nose, and I try to blow it, and it doesn't really matter. But it's because all your membranes are, like, expanding and filling with fluids, which includes your nose. And so it can be hard for me to breathe sometimes. Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll buy that. So, 
It's not that it's clogged, it's just fluid things? Or? Well, the membrane's way up there. Like, if you, like, stuck your finger up your nose really far, and it feels all, like, soft. Okay, I'm doing that. But those are, like, I think some membranes and such that are swollen. All right. Yeah. Did I look cute there with mm-hmm. my finger up my nose? So, <laughs> so I'm looking at images of rhinoceroses. They have a big nose. And I guess they have a big horn. But yeah. I guess if people know, think of that as the nose, uh-huh. then yeah, I can see that. You didn't look up rhinoceros, like the origin of the name? I probably could, but that seems like a lot of work. Rhinoceros, meaning nose horn. We were really close. <laughs> Often abbreviated to rhino. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, now we know. Rhinoceroses are nose horns. Good deal. Now we're going to move on to a brand new segment. We have a new segment? Uh-huh. All right. Moving to the country, going to eat a lot of peaches. Moving to the country, going to eat a lot of peaches. Moving. No, we don't keep going. I thought you were going to do three. Rule of three. Oh, I was going to do the last I, one. I, but then I thought we yeah. were going to do it together, and he looked yeah. at me like I was crazy, and there's peaches for you and me. Yeah. Why do we have peaches? Uh, so this new segment is what fruit are the babies? Oh, everyone does this i'm just kidding <laughs> well if, if, if people out there have never been pregnant maybe they don't know but, i've never been pregnant or had a person close to them pregnant before i've had a person close to me pregnant my mom the books pregnant. and the things like to describe the size of the fetus in fruit okay so let's talk a little bit about this because you've been sending me weird things that mean well, right, very i have an sense. app where I al- it also compares them to fun and games things like dice but fruit is the most relatable yeah because there's one week where you're like this week it's the size of a d6 first i'll tell you yeah so i think they're so small right now as far as fun and games things it's hard because if first it said size of a six-sided die that's called a d6 sure like we know what that is and then the next week now it's the same size as a two by two lego (laughs) which is about the same, the same size, size as a six-sided die. And then the next week after that, now they're the same. They're the size of jacks. Yeah, a jack is the same size as a six-sided die. Basically, so I think fruit might be a better way to go for well, now. Well, I think just so early, early on, they're struggling to come up with stuff. Yeah, which just makes sense. So, anyways, we'll go through this up to where we are now. Yes. Okay. So week one to three doesn't count because you're not pregnant yet. Well, you are, but there's just nothing week really going on. One and two, on. you're not pregnant. What? That doesn't make sense. How can you not accept be pregnant it. week accept one and it. two? It is the way it is. I accept hate the it. world. All right, so we start with week four. Your fertilized egg, known as a zygote, is the size of a poppy seed. Poppy seeds are small. I've eaten them. Well, I've eaten them in a poppy seed muffin. That's where I've eaten them. I've never just had a seed. You know, in the Marines, we were always told that we could not, couldn't eat those before your analysis because we'd pop. You have to eat a lot of them for it to show up on your pee. Sometimes you do. It depends what type of test they use. If oh. they use a really shitty test, then just eating one muffin's enough. And that, back then, we didn't have technology. So, anyways, week four was a uh, poppy seed. We're not in week four anymore. Week five, a peppercorn. Peppercorn. Fuck some peppercorn. I'm not eating a peppercorn. Have you eaten peppercorn? Mm-mm. I don't know what peppercorn is. Real small. Uh, there's pictures of them, but... 0.05 inches. I wish they would have put some centimeters, but whatever. <laughs> Week six. That's this one right here. My favorite. The size of a pomegranate seed. Which I didn't know how big they were until I saw a pomegranate last night in the grocery store. I almost bought one. Do you think it'd be good in the smoothie? No. You don't think so? The only thing you can eat in a pomegranate is the fruit surrounding each seed, and the pomegranate itself is filled with seeds. Is that true? Yes. You can't eat a pomegranate. That's what you eat. Oh. That wouldn't be good in this movie. No. That'd be terrible. <laughs> right. Have you had pomegranate seeds? Yes. Have I had pomegranate seeds? Probably not. Would I have a pomegranate seed? I don't know. I'm going to buy a pomegranate next time I'm in the grocery store. Okay. 
Basically, you eat, like, if you're eating it, you just take the seed and you put it in your mouth and you chew all the stuff off and then you spit the seed out. So kind of like a sunflower seed. Kind of. Well. Except for that, you have to crack open the shell and spit yeah, the seed out. Not at all like a sunflower seed. <laughs> well, you split the seed out. More like a cherry, where you eat the fruit around the seed and then you spit the seed out. That's a better analogy. Your analogy's stupid. Week seven. <laughs> Week seven is my favorite fruit. A small blueberry. Well, I like big blueberries, but this is a small blueberry. And you know, there is a difference between a small and a big blueberry. And we are in... The big blueberries are freaks of nature. I know, but they're cool. <laughs> I like the small ones better. We are in blueberry drought season right now. I don't know if you know that. We have not been able to put blueberries into our smoothies in like four weeks because they're so expensive. Are they just <sighs> always going to be like that? Or when do they t- t- come back? Well, I think we have to check Costco. Yeah, we should. Because we'd have to eat them more than just a smoothie because you get so many. That's fine. I love blueberries. Yeah. Because right now you get this little, little thing. It's like this big and it's like $4 and you get like 12 blueberries in it. I don't think that's very good value. I should move on is what you're saying. <laughs> Week eight. That's not where we're at. No, but it's the size of a cranberry bean, which I don't know what that is. I I see pictures of it, but I don't know what it is either. I'm guessing it's the bean of a cranberry. Maybe? No. <laughs> what does a cranberry have then? Where does cranberries come from? I think a cranberry seed would be much smaller. Well, this is a cranberry bean. Right. It's different. Not a seed. I don't know. Let's move to week eight where we're at. Or nine where we're at, shall we? We're at week nine. Week nine. Uh... We finally graduated from an embryo to a fetus, officially, which I didn't realize took that long. I didn't know what the difference is. I think it's amount of cells, maybe. Huh. No. I don't know. Oh, we'll have to look that up for next week. Yeah. Embryo to fetus, what that means. Okay. Anyways, oh, you want to go back to this. Yes. Um, Size of a... Cherry. Right there. I just wanted to see if it said small cherry, oh, regular no. cherry. Just a cherry. I've eaten cherries. Yeah. So right now I have two cherries in my uterus. I see a picture of two cherries. Mm-hmm. I don't think that cherries are that big. I'm just saying. I don't think cherries <laughs> are that big. So you calling me fat again? No, I'm saying I'm glad that you are getting everything you need inside to make cherries grow. It's not just two cherries that are in there. That's what I was. That was. Okay. That's basically what I was saying. They each have a placenta. Uh huh. Which is probably smaller than the cherry. Fluid. Which is probably that's the most of it. I'm guessing. That ambiotic sac or whatever. Amniotic. That's what I said. <laughs> the ambiotic sac. Because of the ambiance. You need good ambiance. <laughs> Otherwise, the children won't grow up properly. Uh, the digestive tract and reproductive organs are formed, but it's still too early for even skilled technicians to tell what you're having a baby boy or girl. And that's all we need for that. Yep. So we're at Cherry. Not look ahead we'll to week 10. Next week all together. Yeah. So things that are up next... For, for me, basically, yeah, is I go uh, tomorrow to my regular OB clinic. Oh, you do? For my intake appointment. Oh, what's that, they... that going to be? <laughs> I think I talked about it before on the show. Where This is where I go and see a nurse to confirm if I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I really hope you are. <laughs> Otherwise, we've been doing a lot of crap for nothing. Otherwise, there is a problem here in my stomach area. <laughs> <laughs> so it's cupcakes. So hang on. Um, kitty, I don't like what you're doing. Okay, so hang on. You're going just to pick fill paperwork, basically, and take, like, a blood test? Or? I think so. That's not much. I know. They should do an ultrasound, too. It'll be what it is. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't know. I know that. <laughs> but the week after, then, I'll see my doctor. So I'm looking forward to that. Okay. And your doctor you know you had before? For same like the last year. Oh, but it's not no. the same doctor as Persephone's. No, God, no. Oh, that's right, because that whole situation. He was a moron. He was a moron, was he? He's married to a... That's the main reason. Person. Yes. Kitty, you're pissing me off. All right. Yeah, so that's what's happening. That's not much, but I'm glad that you, something's happening. 
Yep. Well, and then, I, and then I think after I see my OB next week, that would be, this would be 10, that'll be week 11. And then I don't think I, then I just see her once a month for a while, which will be weird to go from seeing somebody once a week to yeah. one hour every two weeks to then four weeks with nothing. Four weeks? Good Lord. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But it is our anniversary this week. We're going to do something like for that, right? Yeah. I think so. Do we know what exactly yet? Well, we've It's either talked... going to be a twins game or dinner. Yeah. Or, or the casino you mentioned once. Yeah. But we don't need money for that. So. No. All right. No. All right. Well, that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and I plan on going to as many Twins games this week I can because it's our last home stand before season's over. We're going to that on Friday for sure because it's a free hat day. <laughs> We've got to get our free hat. Do you know Saturday is a free hat day too? But it's for kids. It's a kid hat. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh. It's a TC Bear hat. Put them on the cats. Wait, I think that's Sunday. It's kids day. I'm just saying. You might want to look. Hmm. I tried to get extra tickets, but I think people are going to this homestead because they're like it looks like it's kind of sold out. And a lot oh. of places, the places where we're at. The well, they want the hat. This was Tuesday, I looked. There's nothing Tuesday. Nothing available Tuesday? There's not, Yeah, and there's nothing going on Tuesday. Although each of their games now has, watch Dozier try to make history. Because yeah. <laughs> he's hitting home runs and that's fun. So. All right, so. Yeah. So I think we had a kind of a shorter episode. Eh, it's about an hour. We're fine. It's, you know, not a lot's happening. I think we're fine. Yeah. Well, right. Okay. <laughs> That's right. why I kind of. That's why I add so many things to the cat corner. Okay, and that's why we can have guest cat corner. <laughs> you like other people's cats better than your own cat. Oh, I love my cats. Today. My cats are amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, so send some stuff in if you got any questions or comments or cat stuff. Uh, where are we at? Expensive Science Baby at Gmail dot com mm-hmm. or the Facebook page by the same thing. I always get it mixed up with the FTW thing. Anyways, um, all right, hose horn, you done? I'm gonna start calling you nose horn. <laughs> nope. Why? No. No, it's horn such an endearing name. No. Okay. So we can we should just be done then? <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. See ya. See you next week. <laughs>